My name is Sharzad Kiade. I'm a Gemini pescatarian, a mom of two wild little boys. I'm Susan Yara. I'm a mom of two also. This morning, I went to the bathroom alone. I woke up at five, put my boob in her mouth, and then she took a dump. Because that's what she uses me for. <laughs> that's what you're going to hear a lot of our stories and experiences in our crazy journeys to motherhood. It's fam for all moms, not for all dads, not fathers and moms, for all moms. It's going to be good all time. You guys are going to want to stick around. Promise. So subscribe. Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. All right, everybody, we roll till 3 o'clock this afternoon, then we'll get you to CBS Sports Radio at that time. Jim and Trent, uh, it's always fun when we have Ken Silverstein stop by. He does it on the Thursday on the 1 o'clock hour. He is here today, like it or not. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Hello, Ken. Hello, boys. Uh, let's start first with the big news, and it appears that you probably will have to tear up that Devorah settlement that you had with a certain coach at Michigan State. Uh, it appears Miles Bridges has had a change of heart, and he's going to come back. Yeah, interesting. Uh, he's a nice, young, talented player and uh, someone that uh, was obviously highly recruited, a very competitive battle. Uh, and, uh, you know, they changed the rules a couple years ago. I don't remember exactly in regards to, um, you know, if you, if you sign on with an agent, obviously you're gone. If you don't, you still can declare, but then backpedal and then come back to school. And the bottom line is it's, uh, no, that's good news for uh, MSU, who is having all kinds of issues down the hall in football off the field. So anything that is a positive for the Spartans right now has got to be um, – gobbled up big time because they um if half of what is out there is true uh they are having um they're gonna have a lot of issues with their football program over the next uh well the coming football season we'll leave it at that uh in east lansing indiana oj and is on his way out thomas bryant uh has gone through the process yet to hire an agent uh, a lot of blows across the big 10 uh, a lot of guys just taking that evaluation though Ken, do you like the way that they're allowing this now where before you were allowed only one time to go through the draft process and if you don't hire an agent, come back? Now if you want to, you can do it each and every year. Do you like the way that it's currently set up? Yeah, this is not a bad way of doing it. One time the NCAA actually does something correctly. Wow, bravo. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, because, again, you can improve from one year to the other. The draft itself can be loaded one year, not so loaded next year. Maybe you're a bubble guy who – might be an early second-round pick. Remember, in the NBA, different than the NFL, you're only dealing with two rounds, so you're roughly dealing with 60 players. If you're a bubble guy, early second, and you go, well, maybe I need to come back for another year, and you come back, and then you try it the next year, and the draft's a little different, maybe not as talented, and maybe you improve your skill set, and all of a sudden now maybe you're a late first-round pick. So, uh, yeah, I do like it. I think it's a smart way of doing business, and uh, – for once, oh my goodness, be still my heart. The NCAA is actually doing something correctly. <laughs> I hear you. Ken Silverstein on the line with us on the Draft House 50 hotline. Look, there's been a lot of guys, Schwanigan, Haas at Purdue, guys that have said they were going to sample the the NBA waters but not hire an agent. Are you a little surprised that Haas I get, 
Schwanigan. I thought that he was bound and determined that he was going to go. Do you think that he's had a change of heart as well? Could be. I mean, sometimes, you know, you get the vibe from certain people in the league that, that give you the, hopefully the, uh, the truth of where you might be positioned. Number two, and I've said this a few times, I, I, mean, I think he's a, a really nice player. Okay. He, he sort of reminds me a little bit of Jared Selinger, the former Buckeye, was a mm-hmm. first-round pick yeah. of the uh, Boston Celtics a few years ago. And where I'm making the comparison, I just don't like his hops. I just don't think he gets off the ground real well. And in the NBA, unless you are a very unique player, um, you, you need to have quick hops. You need to have quick jumps, and he doesn't. And you can get away with that in collegiate ball. I'm not sure with the type of game that he plays that he's going to be able to get away with that as effectively at the next level. So to me, he's not one of these guys that jump off the page. You go, oh, my goodness, the guy's a great player. or He's wasting his time in school unless he's just so academically oriented and he needs to you know, make the quantum leap for the big dollars in the NBA. I don't see that with him. I think he's a – Really nice Big Ten player, an elite Big Ten player as of this past season. But I don't think he's a great, when you think of the greats of the Big Ten over the last 10, 15 years, I don't think he, you know, uh, is the tip of your tongue as one of those players. So um, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. This is considered to be a pretty deep draft. So, you know, maybe just maybe it's smart to wait another year. So we'll see. Uh, again, the the lower the cash is always difficult to run from, but it's interesting where his situation might stand. Again, the draft is roughly May, June. The crow flies is about six, a little over 60-plus days away. So uh, I see earlier this week that we uh, get the news that Steve Fisher stepping down out at San Diego State mm-hmm. did a great job out there. He did. Uh, but we know about his time at Michigan. Ken, uh, take me in the way back machine. I still remember where I was sitting when I saw the little clip of the press conference. A Michigan man will coach Michigan from a Bull Schembechler, who was the AD at the time. <laughs> what, is, what led him, though, Frieder, uh, to leave that job for Arizona State, not a basketball power by any means, leave Michigan for it? Can you take me back and help me out a little bit with some Big Ten history and, and how Fisher yeah, got that uh, job? Yeah, I remember. Maybe Jim can obviously chime in also. I, I mean, the simplistic answer had to be cash, uh, which is kind of shocking because Michigan's got right. a lot of it. Yeah. And obviously yeah. are not afraid to spend it. Uh, Trent makes a great point. ASU has never been a, a basketball power. you got to go down the road to Tucson to find the basketball power in that state. That would obviously be the University of Arizona. So, yeah, it was it was a strange move then. It's a strange move now looking back at it historically. And, you know, I was reading a piece about Steve Fisher. It may have been the same piece uh, Trenton and Jim and others were looking at uh, over the last few days. You know, he walks into the Aztecs program. I think they were like 4-24. and 24. Uh, You talk about inheriting a program that was like drop-dead bad. And you got to give him credit. Now, obviously having Kawhi Leonard around, a few years ago, is not a bad thing to have. He's right. a top five, six NBA player right now. But, uh, hey, that's the kind of job most guys don't want to take, particularly when you have a resume already. So you got to give Steve Fisher a lot of credit. He took it on. No, they were not, you know, we're not talking about Duke here. 
in regards to San Diego State, but considering what San Diego State was prior and to what Fisher was able to do and get it to where it is now, that's got to be one of the best turnaround jobs uh, that I can think of over the last, you fill in the blank. So very strange, you're right. Uh, Frieder leaving for Tempe, Fisher situation, and Fisher leaving for San Diego, by far not a basketball power. And then kudos to him, turning it around pretty quickly, and then having the staying power where, granted, it's not the Big Ten that San Diego State's playing in, it's not the ACC or whatever, but it is what it is. You can't pick up the school and drop it somewhere else, and why would you? It's San Diego. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's weather in America. So you got to give the guy a lot of credit. He did a hell of a job uh, at a school that, uh, when he got there, had no, no basketball reputation at all. So uh, tip of the hat to Steve Fisher, great job at uh, San Diego State. Ken, uh, take me to Tom Crane. And after yes. he is removed from his job at head coach at Indiana, now making the rounds on television, is is that going to be his thing here for a while? Or Look, Bruce, Bruce Pearl was lucky enough to get back in. Seth Greenberg hasn't been lucky enough to get back in. If he wants to, he's still on television. Is that going to be Crane's calling now, or do you think he coaches again? Oh, I think he coaches again. Uh, I watched him prior to the Final Four stuff with Reese Davis, and obviously on ESPN, and he looked a little stiff, and maybe he'll get better at it. You know, I don't know. A little coaching will help. No, I, I think he'll be back. I think he'll take a year off. You know, I don't think he needs the money, obviously. And, right. Uh, he'll survey, you know, the the various area codes, seeing what might pop uh, 10, 11, 12 months uh, from now. So I think he'll be back in it where that's anybody's guess uh, at this point. Uh, but, you know, with Marquette and with Indiana on the resume, uh, particularly, uh, yeah, I think he'll be back. I just don't know. And I don't, he doesn't have any idea at this point where it will be, but I think it will be uh, somewhere. So he'll sit out. But this will be 17, 18. My guess is he'll be back in 18, 19. Talking right now, Ken Silverstein on the Draft House 50 hotline. Look at the Big Ten and much more spring football happening as well as we jump over from the basketball scene to a little football with you, Ken. Uh, we know that Ohio State's going to be loaded. Penn State should be very good. The question remains with Michigan. Harbaugh, we know he's recruited well, but he had a big group of seniors that finished up their eligibility last year. Where are you right now when you look at the Wolverines? Well, they're going to be very, very, very young. I mean, really, really young. I mean, except that quarterback, they got about nothing uh, coming back, particularly and especially on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, linebackers gone, down linemen gone. Um, but they have arguably one of the best kids out there, Rashawn Gary, a name that you need to file away. He was the number one defensive lineman coming out of uh, New Jersey. Um he played some, showed some flashes last year. He'll start on the defensive line for Michigan this year, and the kid's a stud. He's going to be – he won't be there past three years. He's that good. I think he'll be a first-round draft pick. You'll see him this year for Michigan be a, a man-child on the defensive line. So they have talent, okay? They have a lot of talent. He's had top ten recruiting classes basically the last couple of years, but – Look, uh, they're going to be very young. They're lucky they have uh, Walton Spade is coming back at quarterback. That will help them. But I'd say right now, 
battling for second in the East. Um, I think Ohio State, Penn State, Ohio State are dead even. Um, obviously, PSU with McSorley coming back and Barkley coming back, quarterback, running back, respectively. Barkley's going to be a high first-round pick when he leaves. Um, J.T. Barrett is back. Mike Weber is back, a quarterback and running back. Um, Ohio State got lucky, a bunch of guys who they thought we're going to leave for the NFL outside of guys are going to be taken in the first round two weeks from tonight in Mo Lattimore and obviously Malik Hooker. They're going to be top 10 picks. Um, they, they had a bunch of guys who I thought were going to leave didn't. So I, I think right now I'll give the edge to Penn State because they won it last year. I think Ohio State still got a lot more talent than they do, uh, one through 85, but I'll give the nod to PSU. So Michigan could find themselves, could find themselves battling for third or battling for second uh, at this point. But all three teams are really good, and uh, I know you didn't ask, but Michigan State's in a lot of trouble mm-hmm. uh, at this point. I don't know what's going to happen there. Uh, they, I, mean, I don't think they're going to win three games, and I haven't really looked at their non-conference schedule uh, particularly, but um, I know, for example, Ohio State's got non-conference, a rematch with Oklahoma. Help me, guys. I think Michigan's got Florida, if I'm not mistaken. I think they do. They do. Yes, they Jerry do. World. Yeah, I'm doing yeah. this from memory. So that's a really good game. Also, I don't think Penn State's got anybody of that magnitude. I think they have a rematch with Pitt, uh, which is a pretty good game. It's a rivalry game, right, so it yep. is an important game. And Pitt beat them last year uh, in, uh, in or at Pitt, at, at uh, the home of the Steelers. So um, that's not a bad non-conference game, but it's not playing Oklahoma and it's not playing Florida. So we'll see. But, yeah, Michigan's going to be really young. I think they'll be obviously better near the end of the year uh, than they will be early in the season. Mm -hmm. So, uh, uh, again, the East is loaded. Three big boys and possibly Michigan Michigan State's difficult. I mean, they have questions at quarterback. They lose Malik McDowell to the NFL draft. Uh, L.J. Scott's back. Oh, he, Iowa fans cringe. He's still on campus. (laughs) <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, yeah, every time I think of L.J. Scott, I think of how and who did he score? Uh, but he did, uh, and um, so he'll be back. But I'd say right now, Michigan State obviously are just in fourth at this point because they just have so many issues off the field, and I don't know, and nobody seems to know when these issues are ever going to be resolved. Having a conversation with Ken Silverstein on the Draft House 50 hotline. Okay, you're going to be uh, a busy boy beginning Saturday as the yes. as the NBA playoffs begin. Uh, you will be at the queue, and you'll be watching the league very closely. I don't think it's any big deal that the Cleveland Cavaliers did not get the number one seed after what they did when they went into Boston that night a few weeks back. But Ken, mm-hmm. but Ken, is there major concern that the Cavs are not playing great basketball right now? And is Tristan Thompson still out? He played last night, played pretty well, still has a thumb injury. He's going to battle through it. Um, I, you know what, I was there again last night. Um, it's, it's a tough situation to read. I, I agree that, you know, when you're down 3-1, you come back and beat Golden State. But they're not fretting particularly uh, particularly uh, publicly about being the number two seed. They'll take on Indiana uh, starting Saturday afternoon, 2 o'clock Central time. That'll be game number one of a best of seven against Paul George and the Pacers. Um, 
I don't think, and should, again, I could be totally wrong on this, but uh, I don't see them getting to the finals this year. Um, I don't think they're anywhere near as good defensively. I think I think they've aged right in front of my eyes and, and other folks' eyes. Um, I think they'll beat Indiana. I think they'll beat Toronto in a tough series in round two. Uh, they'll get to the winner. I guess that'd be Washington, Boston in round three. That'd be for the Eastern Conference Finals, and I think they'll lose there. Um, um, I think they have a better shot of being Boston than they do the Wiz, but I think they will lose to either one, and it will be a very interesting offseason. There were even rumors last night talking to a source or two that if they don't reach the finals, looking at the roster as it looks like right now, and obviously there will be turnover, what will David Griffin, the general manager, do, and would he trade Kevin Love coming off an all-star year in 19 and 11? 19 points, 11 rebounds, obviously a double-double. Uh, he's the only guy they could trade, they, they, I mean the Cavaliers, that they could retool the roster on the fly mm-hmm. with a clock ticking for LeBron James. So we'll see. doesn't mean they will do it, but it's something that's already being talked about, at least in certain circles, uh, as of last night's uh, loss to, um, to Toronto at home. You're 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 locked into the uh, to the association. You've seen Russell Westbrook. You've seen the beard in Houston. Is it Westbrook the MVP, or is it is it the beard, or is it LeBron? Is it Kawhi Leonard? I mean, all those guys are all worthy, but wouldn't Westbrook, with what he has done this year, be the MVP? I think one of the silliest things I've seen and heard over the last few months, whether it's the talking heads on the network that begins with E and ends in N, or any other situation, is taking nothing away from the beard. It's a tremendous season. They won 50-plus games. Yep. Okay, I'm not sure that's a huge deal in the NBA. You get my attention when you win 60 or more, but okay, they won more games than Oklahoma City did. It's a joke. It's a joke. I mean, if I had a vote, which I don't, but if I did, Westbrook would be first, second, third, fourth. I mean, I think it's pure <laughs> silly. I just, I, I think, I think if you, if you have a grasp of the association and you understand that, first of all, getting one triple double is is pretty remarkable, considering who it is. If you get ten or more in a season, is outstanding. Okay, if you're getting. 40 or more, which is half the season, okay, and you average a triple-double for the first time, and we're not talking like 11 points, 10 rebounds, and 10 assists. We're mm-hmm. talking, what, 30 roughly points yes, uh, and double-digits points, or excuse me, rebounds and assists. And then factor in, and I know some are going to say, wow, without Kevin Durant, he gets more shots. Okay, I get that, but you still got to make them, or at least make them at a high enough percentage. That's number one. Number two, probably the triple-double, the one that's the most amazing of points, rebounds, and assists, is not the points, because I just answered that part of it, because he's getting the shots and he's a dynamic player, is he's not exactly playing with an all-star roster here, okay? I agree. Oladipo's a decent player, former IU product, but he's not. We're not talking about an elite NBA player here, okay? Um, I mean, look at their roster. I mean, they don't have a lot of offensive firepower other than him. 
So to average more than 10 assists a game, that means you're passing the ball to somebody else who's actually making a basket <laughs> on a team that doesn't have Kevin Durant anymore. Right. Now, if Kevin Durant was still on the team, okay, the assist total would be a lot easier. Why? Because you're passing the ball to Kevin Durant, and he's shooting the ball, and he's making a lot of baskets. But he's not passing the ball anymore to KD, and he's not passing the ball to anybody else on the roster who is even pleased. Enough said. So to me, the, the stat that is staggering is the assist total, okay? Now, some might say, well, Ken, he's not 6'10", and the rebounding total is also amazing. All right, I'll get that to some extent. Um, but I think, I think the assist total is the one that jumps out at me. Mm-hmm. I, to, to average 10 or more assists on a team that doesn't have Durant anymore and doesn't have anybody else other than him that is a all-star type player or even close, um, that to me is pretty amazing. I don't know if you guys buy that or not. I, I to me, this is this is just filling TV time because the talking heads need to fill the time. And to me, taking nothing away from Harden, it's a really not great season. But no, this is this takes one second to punch the hole uh, for, and there are no hanging chads like the election a few years ago between Bush and Gore. There are no hanging chads in Florida here. This thing is <laughs> quick. Hit it, Westbrook. All right, Ken. Sometimes you uh, fall into the favorite camp like Jimmy B. So give us me an upset. Give me a chance of an upset here in the first round of the playoffs. Good call. Good call there. Let me uh, scan the almighty sheets here. Damian while you're looking, Damian Lillard says that Portland will beat Golden know, State in, si- in six games. <laughs> Damian, Damian, I love your game. Damian, Damian, please open up the window. Let some fresh air in the room. Please breathe a little bit. Let it go to your brain and then verbalize it. No, don't verbalize that. Oh, my. You don't think that'll be on the bulletin board uh, at Oracle, do you? Oh, please. boy. That, that was put up within a scintilla of a second yeah. that they grasped it and heard it. Um, looking for an upset in round one. It won't be Golden State-Portland, I can tell you that. No. San Antonio-Memphis, no thank you. Houston-Oklahoma City, no thank you. Clippers-Utah. Um, See, I said Utah, I, and Trent said, well, you're picking a team that is the higher-ranked team to beat the Clippers in Utah. I didn't say that. They're the five. No, I, the five. You know yeah. what? Though, let me let me hold on that one. Let me look at the East real quick. Okay, Utah is the four. Chicago, no, Cleveland, the 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 five. Toronto, Milwaukee, Washington. You know what? I, I'm gonna because I'm gonna go with Utah and uh, the Clips with Utah winning. Mm-hmm. Um, I but love Gordon Hayward. But but that's not. I, I love Gordon Hayward, but it's not an upset. It's, well, it, yeah, it is, I mean it's it a toss-up series. It's from a national perspective, sure. Jim. I know if you get – because you, you think of Utah, and most people don't think of Utah, okay? Right. Talk about flyover country. Yeah. In the NBA, that's flyover country, okay? If you ask even most NBA fans, name three players on the Utah Jazz, mm-hmm. most NBA fans could not name three. They nope. could name Haywood. Gordon Haywood, okay? yeah. But – you know, Derek Favors is not going to come mind. Rudy Gobert, Rudy Gobert, yeah, Rudy Gobert, yeah, Rudy not Gobert might out. come to mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Rudy Gobert might come to mind because he's a unique player uh, in today's game because he's tall and lanky and and so forth. Um, I'm going to go with Utah. They play very good defensive ball. The Clippers' basketball IQ sometimes is not real large or high, and if 
if Utah plays the game like they play it, and they shrink the court, keep the game in the low to mid nineties, mm-hmm. and don't let the more talented, athletic Clippers run up and down the floor, which is the way they want to play, uh, because they are more athletic per se than uh, than Utah, then I think the Clippers win. But I think I think um, Quinn Snyder does a great job. I think he's one of the best coaches that no one thinks of in the NBA. Um, I've seen him twice this year against the Cavaliers and have been very impressed. They don't have a great roster. There's not superstars A to Z on their roster, so I'm going with Utah, uh, even though some might not consider it numerically, let's say, but I'll go with Utah. And then in the East, if I guess i got to pick one, my, 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 Nothing jumps out of me, but I guess I'll pick one anyway. Okay. Um, I don't think they're going to win it, but I think they're going to give them a tougher series than people think. I think Milwaukee's going to give Washington, Toronto. Uh, Toronto. Yeah. I think Milwaukee's going to play them tough. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. Um, I mean, see, the thing with Toronto is that if the Rosen or Lowry have a bad game mm-hmm. in a short series and you can keep it close, you can steal a game or two. Because they are so backcourt oriented with DeRozan and Lowry uh, being two of the better, one of the better backcourts in the entire NBA. I know they picked up their Baca in the trade, obviously before the deadline, but he's okay, but he's not going to win you a series. And everybody else on their roster doesn't bowl me over particularly. So the key to beat Toronto is somehow the two guys between them average show about, I'm guessing off the top of my head, about 47. 48 points roughly a game. Mm-hmm. If you can somehow slow that down, if you can chop that down to about 40-ish, that's a difference, six, seven points. In a playoff game, that's the difference of winning and losing usually. And maybe Milwaukee can steal the series. I don't think they're going to, but I think it's going to be a lot closer than maybe people think. Always good, I like the Greek freak. I right. think the Greek freak's really good. Yeah, he is. He really is. Can you pronounce his last name? No, I'll say that for you. You're the pro. <laughs> we had a lot. I call of, him the Greek freak. We, that's where, okay. we just call him. We just call him Giannis. That's it. Yes. That's yeah. it. I, you know, he uh, he's a, a really talented player. I like Chris Middleton. I think he's a nice player. And mm-hmm. um, you know, again, it's not it's not a great roster with Milwaukee, but I think Jason Kidd does a really good job of getting the most out of it. Uh, and I think Milwaukee's going to give them a tough time. So okay. I think Toronto will win it, but but I do. I think Utah's the. Uh, I like Utah's a surprise pick in round one. Always good when we catch up with you. Uh, have fun beginning Saturday in the NBA playoffs. Thank you, bud. Look forward to it. Talk to you next Thursday. See you. There you go, Ken Silverstein, on everything on the Big Ten, NBA. Guy just you, you just like turn him on and he just won't shut up. But that's okay. Uh, we're coming right back, everybody. It's the Big Talker 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. The weather's warming up, and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small, flat roof, sloped, or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call B.J. Bengard today. 
515-225-8866 or check them out online wolfconstruction.net Ladies and gentlemen, today's opponents on Man versus Train. At the crossing, we have Rick, a 175-pound frustrated man who's running late for work. And on the tracks, we have Bull, a million-pound freight train that takes a mile to stop. Let's see who comes out on top. You can't beat a train, so don't try. Stop. Trains can't. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. This is Rob Doheny with Next Generation Realty. Welcome to the best real estate market since 2008. Why pay those overpriced 5, 6, or 7% commissions? Next Generation Realty offers a flat fee as low as $39.90, and you get top exposure on Zillow, Trulia, plus all the services of a licensed real estate broker. The results speak loudly. We've saved our home sellers over $35 million. Call Next Generation Realty first, 224-9900. Save thousands. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money-back guarantee and here's their best offer ever for a limited time go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code des moines to take advantage of mike's four-pack special you'll get 50 percent off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows and free shipping the Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxdemoines.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the spa at West Glen. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. 
Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. You, soon. you don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite 515 262 Star. Call today for next day installation 515 262 Star. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. Princeton, we got a couple minutes before Josh Leiskowitz stops by. Yeah, We're going to talk some uh, football with him. I just got a quickie for you. Go quick, for it. Quick little question. Yeah. I don't want you to overthink it. Just blurt out the first thing that comes to your mind. All right? Fair enough. Is that fair? Yep. Chocolate. No. Oh, okay. If Wisconsin doesn't win the Big Ten West this year, mm-hmm. who does? Nebraska. Nebraska, huh? Are you buying what Riley's selling, or you just don't like any of the other teams? Just don't much? like the other teams that much. That's, yeah. That's it. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I just can't. I'm not excited. I mean, we had a discussion yesterday on Iowa about the quarterbacks and the lack of experience. Mm-hmm. And then we had a laugh today about the wide receivers. They got two guys. Yeah. Two scholarship wide receivers that, that, that are practicing right now. Come on. Yeah. And I think they've combined for like three catches in their there, career. There, there you go. I, I, look, can I sit here and, and play uh, uh, Sunshine Pumper? Oh, all the Hawks are going to just dominate. the. I can't do that. Well, I can't could, do that. What you would sell is offensive line has a chance to be great. That is correct. Patrick Wadley. Excellent running back. Iowa under Kirk Ferentz, their first-year starting quarterbacks have been good. Have been. That is correct. Defensively, all three linebackers yep, are, back. are back. The defensive end looks excellent shape. Yep. And then you just don't mention the other thing. That's I, it. I mean, yeah. you can come oh, up with an argument, but right. even with that, yeah. with their schedule this year, you're still talking about, what, 10-2 and best-case scenario? Wyoming, Wyoming could go in there and beat them. Right, but we're talking top end here. They're losing oh, okay. to Wyoming. You're hoping to get to six wins at that point. Okay. But right. top end, you got Ohio State, Michigan State, yes. Penn State. Yeah. You have those as your crossovers. You got to go to Nebraska. You have to go to Wisconsin mm-hmm. this year. You still have Minnesota and Northwestern right. in there. Purdue expect to be better. Iowa State's on the road. Yep. This schedule this year is a bear. This and is you, this is much, much tougher, yes. And Colin Cowturd can sit there and continue to <laughs> yeah, talk his crap like he does. Yeah. And, yeah, and we know that he made a mistake uh, making the move from ESPN and what he did, but it doesn't matter. Not this if, year. Not, not if you look at his wallet, he didn't make a mistake. This year, yeah. Iowa's schedule is incredibly difficult. It is. And that's why it's hard to vision. Even if the other parts we didn't mention do come together. Mm-hmm. I can't see this team being better than nine and three, ten and two. It's an incredibly it, difficult. Schedule. I, I can't see that. I just can't. And the hits came uh, Friday night. Yeah, Brandon Snyder out with an ACL. ACL. Germanique Smith out with academics, yep. and maybe more than that. And I like what the Ferent said. Balls in his court. Well, and Ferentz also said we're not a very good football team right yeah, now. He said that, yeah. He said that, too, which is a little bit scary. We got Josh coming up on the other side from Pro Football Focus. We'll 
get his thoughts on the NFL draft. A few Hawkeyes going to hear their name called uh, within the first day or two. Mm-hmm. We'll uh, talk to him about Desmond King, Joel yeah. Johnson, George yeah. Kittle, some of the other prospects. And, and an overview, of course, uh, last year the Iowa offensive line was named the offensive line of the year. We, we kind of scratched we should, Yeah, head. we did. But also about halfway through the season, the article came out from Pro Football Focus. It had them ranked as the best offensive yeah. line in the country. So we'll talk about that as well. A lot of football talk coming up on the other side. Josh Leiskowitz on the other side here. Jimmy B and TC live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. By the time that we got up there, his room was filled with smoke. The wind had blown and drifted the snow up against the side of my house, blocking the exhaust from my furnace. I heard the smoke alarm going off in my friend's apartment. Without the kid a smoke alarm, my son would not be here today. Had it not been for that carbon monoxide detector, they would come to school and not have their teacher there. I grabbed my fire extinguisher and put out the fire. Kidda makes technology that saves lives. Get these essential products at the Home Depot. You're at Lowe's buying Choice Deck composite decking. You're at Lowe's buying Choice Deck because you don't always remember to wear your flip-flops. And stepping barefoot on a hot deck will instantly make you feel a sense of burning regret. Luckily, Lowe's is the only place to get Choice Deck with the new Cool Deck technology, which stays cool in hot weather and requires no sanding, staining, or painting. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Call 1-800-GO-LOWE'S for a free in-home consultation for your deck project. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select All-Included Package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. 
Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. Requires 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet. Equipment not returned on other facing conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Hey everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B, and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, welcome back. We go till 3 o'clock today. This will be fun uh, because... We're going to get Josh on the line right now. All right, you introduce him because I'm going to slaughter his name, and I don't want to do that. Well, talk to Josh during football season a little bit last year, Jimmy B, when you were away. Mm-hmm. We'll see if we can get this right, though. Okay. Josh Leiskowitz with Pro Football Focus. Josh, did I nail it? You did not. <laughs> <laughs> see, Josh. You are far from the first, and you will not be the last. See, Josh. What, what is it again? <laughs> Liskowitz. Liskowitz. Okay, good. So close. Okay, see, that's why I let him do it. That way I didn't have to take the heat. Well, Josh, uh, (laughs) plenty of things to talk about with you today. You you guys do great work over at Pro Football Focus. Uh, Always love uh, the numbers that you guys come up with. A a different way of kind of looking at football. Explain for the listeners out there a little bit about what you guys do and and why it's different than what you see, you know, a gamer and, and things like that. How you guys do things differently with Pro Football Focus. Sure. The basis of everything we do is off of uh, us watching film. Uh, we grade every player of every play of every single game, both NFL and FBS. Uh, just started doing FBS. Uh, this is our third season doing that. NFL we've been doing for uh, about a decade. Uh, but uh, we have a lot of uh, other advanced analytics that come off of our film study and, and everything that we record and and uh, within our grading as well of each player. Uh, but that's really the, at, at the core of it, what we do. I mean, you're not doing this by yourself. you got to have some help, right? <laughs> how, how big a staff do you have, Josh? Oh, thankfully, we, thankfully I'm not doing it by myself. Okay. <laughs> uh, we, probably, we probably have a full-time staff doing uh, various things of about 60 people. Okay. Uh, analysts actually grading games are probably up to about 30 at this point and then we at during our peak time during the season 
we probably have about 100 part-timers uh, doing a variety of things as well uh, throughout the week. So we, we, uh, we uh, keep food on the table, that's for sure. I, I understand. Now, my follow-up question is, is it people that attend the games or are they watching on television or a combination of both? Especially now, because as of uh, this year, all our NFL games are graded live because uh, we have multiple people uh, grading them at the same time. Um, really, we do not attend any games. Uh, everything we do is uh, from our home offices. We do have an office out of Cincinnati. Um, that's where all our, you know, our, our editors, our, our mm-hmm. marketing team, uh, our owner, Chris Collinsworth, uh, that's that's where they're all centered. But for the most part, the analysts are working from home out of their own offices uh, just because it's when you're trying to grade a game in real time and, and trying to get it posted and, and ready uh, within an hour after the game, you you need to be as quiet as possible. So so it's uh, a lot of us just at home and grinding away uh, watching the game while, while everyone else is. Okay. Well, Josh, uh, a year ago we talked uh, back in the fall as you guys had had Iowa's offensive line ranked as number one in the country. And around here it was uh, certainly shocking for people that watch the Hawkeyes and some of the struggles that they had. Then they go on and win the Joe Moore Award for the best offensive line in the country. Mm-hmm. Take us back to a year ago, uh, how you guys grade things and how that came to being because looking at it from uh, our scene over here, it was quite the surprise, not that Iowa was up there, but you guys had them at least at one point as the number one offensive line. Yeah, we definitely had them up there uh, throughout the year, and, and they had a couple of standout players, and some that are coming back as well. Uh, Sean Welsh uh, was excellent this year, in terms of, especially in terms of his run blocking, but then you look at his pass blocking. Didn't give up a sack, gave up only one hit this season. Uh, only nine total pressures. Uh, Ike Budiger, uh, and I'm probably butchering his name. No, uh, but, well. no that's good. All right, cool. <laughs> he he also had a solid solid season. Uh, James Daniel uh, needs to improve his pass pro, but real good run blocker as well. Uh, Cole Croston, obviously, he had trouble staying on the field at times. Um, he had uh, one really rough game, but outside of that one game, he he did well as well so when you look at them individually they all kind of were able to do their role um and the fact that i was so heavy on the run and, and just about all of them uh, were grading out so well in the run game that certainly contributed to them being a solid line mm-hmm. when when you grade them do you grade them against uh the other lines that you pay attention to and if so how do you separate those so you can pick a one two three four Sure. Uh, every, every play is looked at individually, and it's not – We there's really no way that we could weight competition level or anything like that. So ultimately your grades are cumulative. Um, that's, that's the best way to look at it. So it, through the course of the season, obviously, uh, you know, you're going to get certain lines that are uh, going to stand out just grade-wise. Um, and, and then – at the end of the year, we're going to take a look at some of the things. Maybe some things are scheme-related. Uh, Washington State is a good example of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have several linemen that graded extremely well for us, but the way that scheme works, the way the quarterback gets gets rid of the ball so quickly, uh, the way the splits are between the linemen, it's really friendly toward them. 
So when it comes to ranking a line like that, while they're certainly high, we're probably not likely to put them uh, right up at the top just because it's it's kind of a friendly scheme for based on what they do. Well, Josh, you do a lot with the Big Ten. I wanted to ask you about a couple of prospects here uh, in Iowa. But before that, you're a Michigan guy. Uh, Jabril Peppers, mm-hmm. uh, a guy that uh, kind of all over the place when you look at the way uh, scouts look at him. Some like him. Some don't know what position he's going to be. As you evaluate him and you look forward to the NFL, what do you think ends up for, with Peppers? Where does he go and where does he fit in the NFL scheme? Yeah, I, that's the big question. And, and the honest answer is, I don't really know where he fits. There's there's two major positives to his game, in my opinion. One is his ability as a returner. I think he his ability to return punts and kickoffs is second to none. I think he'll make an instant impact in that regard, and uh, that's probably going to boost him up a round or so based. Uh, if, if you look at him just as what he was as a player on the field, his ability as a returner makes him at least a round better than that. Okay. Now, what I like about his actual game is just his mentality. He always wants to be around the ball, and he just, whenever you see him off the field or you, you hear about him at the combine running drills and all that, he is the alpha male. He is the instant leader of whatever group he's around, and he wants that role. And to me, that is a huge, huge thing. Uh, that consistently translates to the NFL. The problem with his game is, you know, again, I don't really know where he fits on defense. He's not big enough to really play linebacker, uh, to take on blocks. So many of his plays he made at Michigan, especially this year, uh, were attacking forward, were unblocked. Um, yes, he shows instincts going forward, but I don't really trust him in coverage. I think I have serious concerns with him back there. Um, he was, uh, I want to say there were 20 completions against him and, uh, 27 incompletions. The only one that, that, uh, wasn't a result of an inaccurate pass was a drop pass. So essentially what I'm saying is he did not affect a single pass thrown into his covers this past year. Mm. And some of that is position he's playing and you're going to keep and receivers are going to be able to catch stuff underneath, and, and it's more about him rallying up to the ball. But at the same time, for his career, his three years at Michigan, he defended six total passes. So that's a major concern. So I don't really know where you put him. It's really a leap of faith. My guess is he'll go to a team that wants to make him a, kind of that hybrid safety role that's maybe going to come up in the box and run game a little bit. But uh, to me, with, with this being such a deep class at the safety position, I just don't see how you can spend a first-round pick on Peppers. So you think that he's going to fall out of the first round? I really do. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, is there somebody then that is going to shock the world? In other words, in the first 15 picks, like the Raiders were famous uh, several years back for taking somebody everybody thought they could get in the third round, and taking them in the first round. Is is there is there a player out there that you can think of off the top of your head who might be that shock player? Oh, well, I, I might actually start at the quarterback position. If we're up to me, I, I might be willing to take Mitch Trubisky in the top 20, and even that's a leap of faith. But I think we're going to see at least three of them go 
in the top 15. I don't really know how shocking that is. Trubisky, uh, Clemson's Deshaun Watson, and Texas Tech Pat, uh, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. I could even see Mahomes ended up being the first quarterback taken. That wow. wouldn't surprise wow. me. Um, I He scares me a lot. Uh, one of the games I graded of his was against West Virginia. And what West Virginia did is they have their three-man line. They're often playing contained. So what he does as a quarterback, or at least what he did at Texas Tech, was he would bail out of the pocket way too early. So West Virginia would have their ends waiting for him, and he would basically run into pressure. Uh, then they would bring a blitzer, and, and he wasn't really able to identify or pick up where they were. And he had all kinds of problems with this pressure against the three-man front because he was running into it. I, what we, one of the things we do that we calculate is not only the pressures charge the offensive line, but to the quarterback as well because there are times when the offensive lineman is doing his job, mm-hmm. and because of the quarterback scrambling, he's the one that causes the pressure. He caused eight on his own in that wow. one game. Wow. <laughs> that, something like that does not translate. If, if you constantly have to ad-lib, if you are – afraid or seeing ghosts in the pocket, that does not translate well at the next level, and that scares me with him. But because of his athleticism, because he has the big arm, can make all the throws, can be accurate downfield, I could totally see him being the first quarterback off the board. Josh, just about a minute left. Want to uh, get your thoughts on a couple of Iowa prospects. Desmond King uh, ran decently over at the Iowa Pro Day, at least didn't hurt, hurt his cause too much. That was a big question mark about him. Your thoughts on him. George Kittle moving up, uh, Jaleel Johnson, also C.J. Beathard here in a minute. Just a quick hit on each of those four guys for the Hawkeyes. Sure. Desmond King, I've gotten to watch a little bit more of him the last couple of days, and he really scares me. If he goes to a team that wants to put him at cornerback and put him in a man coverage situations, I think he's going to fail. I think he has to play safety. Um, I, I think you have to have him in a zone setting. Jaleel Johnson, I think he's a lot better player than what he tested at the Combine. I think he's one of the more natural, explosive guys in terms of uh, rushing the passer, and I like him in uh, probably the third round. George Kittle is one of my absolute favorites, absolute favorite players in this entire draft. I've loved him since last summer. Uh, he's a complete player. Didn't really get a chance to showcase his receiving skills at Iowa, but I think he's a phenomenal move blocker. I love him to a team like Detroit that really needs that uh, blocking tight end that can that can move within their outside zone plays. It really fits well with them. And Beathard, I think he's probably a late late round pick. He'll get drafted because of his name, but I really don't see anything special with him. He's at best a developmental long term backup. Yep, that's good stuff. Uh, give out your uh, address again, where everybody can find all your information because it's great. Sure, thank you very much. Our website is, of course, profootballfocus.com, and you can find uh, me on Twitter at PFF underscore Josh, and our two main accounts are at PFF and at PFF underscore college. All right, we're going to hit you up again as we get closer to the draft, Josh. You'll just be ready. That sounds good. Thank you, I will. Thank you, buddy. All right, guys, have a good one. Great stuff. That's interesting. They break down everything. All right, we're coming right back, everybody. Quick break, the Big Talker, 1700. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. The weather's warming up and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small, flat roof, sloped, or pitched. 
The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. You're at Lowe's buying Choice Deck composite decking. You're at Lowe's buying Choice Deck because you don't always remember to wear your flip-flops, and stepping barefoot on a hot deck will instantly make you feel a sense of burning regret. Luckily, Lowe's is the only place to get Choice Deck with the new Cool Deck technology, which stays cool in hot weather and requires no sanding, staining, or painting. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Call 1-800-GO-LOWE'S for a free in-home consultation for your deck project. This is Rob Doheny with Next Generation Realty. Welcome to the best real estate market since 2008. Why pay those overpriced 5, 6, or 7% commissions? Next Generation Realty offers a flat fee as low as $39.90, and you get top exposure on Zillow, Trulia, plus all the services of a licensed real estate broker. The results speak loudly. We've saved our home sellers over $35 million. Call Next Generation Realty first, 224-9900. Save thousands. your vehicle isn't stopping like it used to, visit O'Reilly Auto Parts for the Spring Break Deals event. Take advantage of the O'Reilly Auto Parts do-it-right rebate and get a $20 O'Reilly gift card by mail when you buy a set of Break Best Select pads and a pair of rotors. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Look around. Spring is everywhere. Now it can also be anywhere with 10-inch fern hanging baskets from the Home Depot. A special buy at just $9.88. Ferns add a fresh touch of spring wherever they go, and they go anywhere. Inside by the bookcase, outside on the porch, from the study to the staircase. Get a fresh take on spring with 10-inch fern hanging baskets just $9.88 only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Selection varies by store while supplies last. If there's one thing the pros at Advance Auto know, it's parts. Advance Auto Parts and Batteries, this is Kelsey. Hi, Kelsey. I'm on your website, and it says I can buy online and then pick up in-store? Yes. And how long does that usually take? 30 minutes or less. I need a battery for my 2013 Ford Escape. Our Autocraft Gold, it's got a three-year warranty. Man, you really know your stuff. I'm 33. Am I too young for a cardigan? Too young for a cardigan. (laughs) Advance Auto Parts. We know everything about auto. 